Yo, where to be? Paradise life relaxing. Black, Latino, and Anglo Saxon. The money exchange, the range, cash, lost tribes, and bass. Free at last, brand new whips to crash. All right, back here on the sports grind, Calvin Casey. Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the newly acquired Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. 87737 Grind is your number. Um, so, Pac 12 continue fallout. Um, Larry Scott. I mean, you had athletic directors. And presidents emailing each other a few years ago to address the concerns about Larry Scott on how to force him out and to how to remove him. And if you remember listening to Larry Scott, he punted all the blame, saying they didn't execute my plans great enough. No, you were horrible. And you know, I don't like, I don't believe in kicking a man when he's down. Because you know, I have my down moments in life, and I don't want people kicking me while I'm down. But I just want to put something out there. In 2011, if I remember correctly, Larry Scott was approached and the Pac-12 was approached with the idea at that time, Oklahoma and Texas was entertaining going to the Pac-12 in 2011. And Larry Scott, which I think I believe was still in the helm at that time, said, no, thank you. We don't need you. And look at the conference now cut down to nothing oh and before i move on and we get behind coach prime because we talked about this friday too when i told you i know more probably about at least a he knows maybe about five months more about college football than me in my life oh we mean stanford is not still i mean you mean they're not all hell bent for leather and going independent they're entertaining the possibly now you have rumblings of the acc which the downfall besides Larry Scott, even like I said, only there's really no blame on this current commissioner right now. His hands were tied. Everybody knew this was um, the Titanic. But the where I fought them is they spent too much time. There was no way as a conference, even, you know, I would say after you ousted the, you know, Larry Scott at the time, I think the current athletic directors and university presidents, they didn't spend enough time in doing what you're seeing the ACC do now. And, and number two, you, you, there was no way that USC and UCLA could be having backdoor conversations without anybody else in the conference knowing a Karen. They didn't care. And they didn't care until it's too late. And that's why now we are at a power four. There is no longer a power five. This is a power four. And automatically, it's not a good look for the teams that didn't get picked up. These four, this, this is a bad look. It's a bad look for Stanford. It's a bad look for Oregon State. And it's a bad look for Washington. Now, the only one that I really feel bad for is probably, I would say, Oregon State. They were just getting momentum in the program over the last two years. They were getting some momentum. They were becoming more competitive. They were becoming a better football team. And they get snubbed with some, with this. It kills the momentum. Now, Stanford has, now the other thing I will say when you talk about Stanford, now their other programs, like their women's basketball team, um, 
even if you look at their men's basketball, I mean, it especially it, it it it's it's it hurts for them. But again, the football team is the one that carries everything. And reportedly, the last offer or the TV offer, whatever it was, through the teams before this whole shakeup, now is being leaked out. It was around twenty-two million dollars. Ain't nothing for most of hell. Colorado got 34, 35 from the Big 12 just from them leaving. But it is what it is. Because I believe some of these schools, because the only reason why ACC, this report's coming out today, is because Florida State has already put them on notice. We're going. And if you don't, if you think they're bluffing, they you just saw what happened to Pac-12. You got to take them serious. And I told you Friday, Florida State is trying to do something that's never been done in college football. And if it gets completed, we already know this is it as you over, as it over. And I will tell the old school heads and all you old school, oh, this is college football has been ruined. Hey, Bubba, it's been ruined for a while. This is about big time money. The, the other thing is, if you let Florida State get a hedge fund to back them and based off put them and create a whole other different company and get a hedge fund to back them and then therefore any future TV deal do you look a lot of it is monkey see monkey do in this country I mean sometimes we get comfortable and we always loosely throw around oh it's a copycat league in the NFL it's a copycat league in life in America. So if Florida State pulls this off and they get a hedge fund, can you imagine what's going to follow? Can you imagine the hedge funds across this country, the big ones that really have alumni that they really want to get into fantasy football on the college level? So y'all hanging on to your Saturday morning tradition with your son, with little Tommy, little Joey, little Juan, Tyrone. Wake up in the morning, watch some, have breakfast, watch your traditional, do your fight songs. This is big time business that's going on. It's big time business. So, in my opinion, it's one of those that the only thing that you can do. If you are one of these teams, it's, I mean, well, let me rephrase that. The only thing you can do in college is you can, be, if you're at the university, is you've got to learn how to go ahead and adapt. You're going to have to adapt. And, and, and to me, the other the thing, the teams that, that are left out right now on the outside looking in, it's a bad look for them. And really, to be honest with you, if I had to go to Mandalay Bay or if I had to go somewhere and put a future on what's going, one of these teams, if not all of them, ass is going to end up in the Mountain West somewhere. That's really the ideal thing for me is some of these teams going to end up in Washington, Oregon State. They might end up in the Mountain West. Larry Scott got a lot of dirty hands. He's got a lot of his hands and dirty in this that's all over. His DNA is all over this demise. But Coach Prime was able to go ahead and meet with the media on Friday. And he got asked a certain question that kind of basically, and to me personally, if you listen to him, it kind of sounds like he's been waiting to get this off his chest. But go ahead and set this up for us, Jonas. Yeah, so he was speaking with the media uh, after practice on Friday. And Joe Rico of actually one of our affiliates, Mile High Sports up in Denver, um, he does a weekend show, and he asked Prime specifically about uh, the the schools, you know, leaving the conference. Okay. 
and we'll give it just a hot second. Oh, are we coming down the pipeline? Technology, just bear with us. We'll have that here uh, shortly. Let me know when you're ready. Can you talk a little bit about where Colorado is headed as far as this kind of craziness going on with college football? What craziness are you talking about? Well, just different teams moving. Man, I don't care about no different teams moving. We try to win, man. I don't care what we play. Okay. I don't. I don't care what conference, who we're playing against. We're trying to win. All this is about money. You know that. It's about a bag. Everybody's chasing a bag. Then you get mad at the players when they chase it. How's that? How does how do the grown-ups get mad at the players when they chase it when the colleges are chasing? Yeah, that's true. I, I know that. No, that's true. Couple couple more teams moving today. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, same teams are talking about us, right? <laughs> 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 Woo! <laughs> coach Prime. Tell you, man, these other coaches are going to leave him alone. Whether they're going to be horrible, it, it's going to take Coach Prime some time. I will tell you and keep expectations. This is a program that's won like four or five games in a combined last three years, speaking about the Buffaloes in Colorado. They're going to be competitive. Now, I don't know. I still think this is going to pop the second or third year. But I would say all the other coaches and universities that speaking on him and hating on him, this is not a PR battle that you're going to win with Coach Prime. He, he's built to doing this. This is what he's done. He's built for this. Um, but me, um, in my opinion, I just feel that, you know, this is one of those situations. And, and I tell you, I have a problem, and everybody know that, you know, uh, that's been listening to me a while um, in regards to – my respect and love affair that I have for Coach Nick Saban. Um, you know, ever since I followed him at LSU, back when he was in the NFL, but really jumped on my radar in that national championship with LSU and then getting that job in Alabama in regards to how he built that program. So I've got a lot of respect for him, and that's the reason why I have root and interest in Alabama. But the truth of the matter is, I can't, I mean, I can't let him escape it because these are the people that I'm talking to. You know, when Nick says, hey, it's it's sad that, you know, the traditions are, you know, basically being wiped away and it's sad what's happened to college football. And you'll get a lot of guys, especially Nick uh, Saban's age and a lot of guys in regards to that, they'll use that terminology. But even though Nick says that, that I disagree with these guys. I mean, I see what they're saying, but they're also part of the problem. They've been eating big time and big money off of this. Like, this can't be a surprise to even a guy as well-rounded and one of the goats as Nick Saban. So miss me with the whole, this is sad because traditions are going this and that. We've been knowing that once the money, money can corrupt everything in life. It can. If 90% of the scandals in this country, no matter what industry, whatever it is, 90% of them revolve around some type of money. Money problems, greed, or whatever you want to say. So to sit there, and even as much respect I have for Nick Saban, but to hear these guys say, oh, well, it's sad for the traditions being lost. The traditions have been being lost. This is this is not really about the stories of Rudy Rutterker and, and, and you know, Notre Dame. And all. This is big-time, semi-professional. As soon as the TV and the universities start taking this money from the four-letter network, from Fox, from CBS, from NBC, and as soon as coaches like Nick Saban Urban Meyer, Hallball, uh, Brian Kelly, you know, all these guys that are getting 70 to 80, 100 million dollars. The agents that are making buku of money, 
often negotiating these contracts and then manipulating the system. They those should have been red signs that the traditions are being lost. That's all I'll have to say. What do you what else you got? The Mountain West, you know, they do all eyes turn to them uh, at this point because either it's schools going from the Mountain West to the Pac-12 to save the Pac-12 or it's Pac-12, you know, maybe maybe the, the Mountain West absorbing some of the Pac-12 schools. Now, through Brett McMurphy of the Action Network, he's citing Ryan Thorburn of um, the Casper Star Tribune in Casper, Wyoming. Okay? He's... he's out there covering Wyoming, uh, Wyoming football, where the athletic director Tom Berman has given his take and his opinion on this all. Tom Berman, AD of Wyoming, says if the Mountain West Conference all would stay together and not be fooled into thinking there's something greater out there and joining a Power Five league because the Pac 12, no matter who they add, is not going to be an autonomous five league uh autonomous five league for long it's clear and everybody around the country is talking about that it's just a matter of time and that will change its financial model dramatically in my opinion speaking for tom berman you know saying speaking for himself so this really is it, it, it's warning mountain west schools to not go off because you know the pac-12 can they financially and then even so if the if the mountain west were to absorb some of those pac-12 schools it's going to change and cut into the tv deals that they already share together yeah i don't i mean to me to be honest with you i'm not worried about that i don't think that the chances of that happen i don't think any athletic director or university president can be that dumb that country dumb to sit there and go and take a bid to say, oh, we'll run into the burning building. We'll go ahead and listen to the people in the band and piano play while while there's not enough rock, you know life rafters around to get on. While Jack and Rose are sitting there having a conversation. Yeah, that really took place. People like, you know, I, I, I'm not going to revisit that again. But how people just can't take history movies without having some type of twist to it. So I don't think that that's going to be a problem. I don't think that nobody's going to run into the burning building or the sinking ship that is the Pac-12. It's been ran poorly. I feel bad for this current commissioner. He was handed a bad. I haven't seen anything this worse on a takeover that somebody walked into. I mean, you probably have to go into the the, the passing of the torch to uh, taking over after the the George W. administration would would. Obama had to deal with. I ain't seen nothing this bad since then. It's bad. So I can't really either fault him totally. This is all on Larry Scott. But the point I wanted to play with the Dion clip is Dion is that's a co- you see that's another thing that the other coaches, the good old boy network is not going to like from Dion. They're not going to allow him. They're not going to like the fact that he is speaking that bluntly the truth and basically just saying, hey, you know, there's one thing for radio, local beat writer, social media, alumni. It's one thing for them to say, hey, man, this is all about money. Don't get mad when the kids get, you know, this is the, the kids can't do it. Why the, the coaches that don't, they're okay with that. But when they have one of their own, especially somebody that has a platform as Coach Prime, that is pretty much maybe the New York Jets of the college football, sucking all the attention out of college football right now. When he says it, they ain't going to like that. But newsflash, Coach Prime don't give a damn. 
Okay. He should have. He might as well just had in the back of his press conference, just playing his song back from the night. It must be the money. Must be the money. Dion told you 20 some years ago, 25, 30 years ago, it must be the money. Performing on the Arsenio Hall show. So what's changed now? We are inching closer and closer to the mega super conferences. And I like looking at this as a glass half full because it doesn't really affect me. And I'm so traditional. Oh, no, the kids, this is supposed to be clear. No, we get away from Georgia opening up with the little sisters of the poor. Alabama playing Chattanooga. Okay, LSU, teams like that, Tech playing Charlotte. Like, enough of that already. Nobody wants to see that in any time on college football. That is a waste of a Saturday time. We want competitive games from start to finish all the times. Enough of that. That's really where we're, we're slowly but surely getting there, and I think that trumps all as well if it's going to be this type of money floating around college football. You listen to the Sports Grind Today show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the newly Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing spinning the one and twos we'll be back Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports crime. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind 21, can you do something for me? 21. Can you hit a little rich flex for me? 21. 21, can you do something for me? 21. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Broadcasting here from the newly Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. 
And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Pillin Whiskey. Pillin Whiskey is an oak barrel aged whiskey distilled in Canada using the finest ingredients before bottling glacier fed spring waters added from Mount Hood, Oregon's highest peak. Pillin Whiskey delivers an uncommonly smooth taste and a rich, complex flavor. And don't forget also, Pillin Whiskey is the official spirit of the Pro Rodeo Cowboy Association and it's the official whiskey of the professional bull riding tour, the Velocity Tour. That is Pillin Whiskey, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and the official whiskey of the sports grind as well 87737 grind um okay real quick before we leave uh the college scene as well too so we'll again this is going to be a very fluent situation i think really over the next year or two and and really what we're seeing now too is when these things are announced like they're happening next year like no we went from like the announcement of Oklahoma and Texas leaving the Big 12 and and one's other ones prior like oh that's going to take place uh in 2020 like 2 years down the road now we're talking about calendar years and i expect that that's going to probably be the case going forward as well now cuz i'm pretty sure everybody's fatigued and they just want to know like look man let's get all this out of the way we have to do cuz remember no one's really talking about this, but the truth of the matter is the people who are c- pulling the strings on this and the people that are making these calls on who should go where and this and that, it's the networks. It's the high executive of the networks and really the athletic directors, they've got to take in the school presence. They're the ones that's taking the bullets for it. But it's really the CEOs of the networks who are aligning all this stuff, in my opinion, which is true. Largely, and especially, I mean, and the big thing with this Pac-12, why it's happening so fast, is the expiration of that TV contract. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why there's no paying to get out early, and we're able to see this happen in 2020. You know, not for this season because we're already here, Mm -hmm. but starting in 2024 is because the Pac-12 just could not get something together with a major TV deal. Right, and but and I and you're absolutely right. But I think going forward, a lot of these are going to be really expedited and speeded up because it's like the first couple has jumped in the deep end in the pool and now everybody's going to – why wait? Like my thing is why wait? Because a lot of this stuff has really been, in my opinion, before waiting two years after. Because, yes, you have existing contracts and TV deals, but a lot of it – the TV – you don't think these TV guys that got you locked in the contracts, if they say, hey, if you're going to move here, will we let you out of your TV deal? Uh, duh. So the TV contracts for people say, well, we've got one year left on our TV deal too. Man, the networks is going to let you out to go ahead and they know there's going to be a better product and more money to go into a new TV deal with them on this conference. It's all a joke. It's a big game. Go ahead. And is that what we could see next though? Because as the conferences realign themselves and maybe because, I mean, you've got the Big Ten at 18 schools. Maybe we start to see some of the we talked about this you know a little while ago the the drop off of maybe a Rutgers doesn't get to stay in the Big Ten and and Illinois doesn't get to stay in the Big Ten and maybe they have maybe they do have to start dropping some schools especially because the TV contracts are being divvied up. Is it a point to maybe we, where we get to the conferences now might flex their strength that they've that they've added these schools. And say we need to renegotiate this TV contract. Not not this year, not next year, but in the next maybe two or three years, to where the conferences say we've added these schools, we've increased competition. Now we've got the twelve team playoff. The Big Ten is now sending six schools off to the playoff every year because of just the the sheer mass of their conference that could potentially happen. And then they're and then they're like, we want a bigger contract. We want more money from ESPN. We want more money from Fox. 
could the conferences turn this around and say, we've inflated the way that you guys wanted to. We're putting a better product together as a conference. But now that we've got either, either we're carrying the weight of all these schools or because our conference is that competitive, it's doing this much for your TV network. We need a bigger piece of the pie. It, I mean, it's very possible that that could play out in regards to. I think that's just normal in general. They'll try to. That's just part of normal negotiations. But at the end of the day, the new conferences they still going to have pretty much the same leverage as they had before. I mean, the networks. I mean, unfortunately, what the what the four letter network. ABC Sports, NBC Sports, CBS Sports, what they have built in this country from a sports standpoint and a platform is still king. Like they like the colleges will still have no more letter. You need the four letter network. You need the local that like this whole and I know it's it's a tug of war between the younger generation and where we're going in this like this whole notion that everything we're heading to where everything is going to be streaming and on the Internet and the major tech. That's never happening. Because the majority will always rule and the majority of old school and majority of people are still going to basically consume them stuff. It's easy to assume it to TV in their tradition. And I don't care if there's a, if my generation dies off and all these new generations that's only basically grown up with streaming, it doesn't matter. So my question is, I mean, my point is, is that, yes, that's probably going to take place. But still, the networks are still going to have the leverage, especially in college sports. Maybe not so much in, in, in NFL and professional, but for the most part, I think my, my take still goes well with professional sports, but especially in college. They need the four-letter network. They need CBS. They need, You can't totally break away from that. That's why it's laughable that this current Pac-12 commissioner, which is not his fault, but this current Pac-12 commissioner, I thought it was laughable when they, they presented the Apple deal. Come on. You can't survive on just a streaming service for college football and that type of platform, you can't do it. And and to me to think that Stanford would sit there, we'll go independent, really? Really? This ain't Notre Dame. Lou Holtz is not walking through that door. They ain't got that brand. So it's possible, Jonas, but they still only have so much leverage. I mean, that's why even in this industry, in the radio, they're like, well, there's podcasts, there, there's downloads, you can stream. You know, you see more people now on Facebook doing shows on Facebook, especially in my region. Like, well, we don't need. First of all, terrestrial is always going to still reign king in this profession. You're still going to need some type of terrestrial output if you're going to be a legit, if you're talking about a legitly what you're talking about sports talk radio show. Cause that's still going to reign supreme. Yes, you see us on Facebook Live. You see us on the stream. But yet still, we're on five or six different markets that's terrestrial. I'm, I'm, if I ever go, first of all, because it's, it's, it's also financially, that's where it's at. If you ever see me basically fall where I ain't got no terrestrial platforms that are syndicating my show, you're not going to see me giving my takes just on Facebook or whatever because the money's not there. And I don't mean to put everybody on blast and put everybody's business stuff out there, but I'm just pulling back the curtain for the listeners because you get a lot of fake stuff. Oh, but no, I'm going to pull it and let you know. Like if Coach Prime tells you, like they always say, I can commentate the game like John Madden because I played in the game like John Madden. So since I'm playing in the game, I'm just telling you the truth. Same thing. So don't tell, oh, we'll just stream. Everybody just streams and football. We don't need to know. You still need CBS. You still need Fox. You still need the Mickey Mouse until the Saudis come buy them up. Didn't hear me say that, but didn't hear it. But just remember, I told you because reports in the business world that ESPN, there's a reason why they dumped. They might be selling in two years. And if ESPN sells, that means that whole Disney company been sold. And I don't think it's anybody in America that's going to be buying Disney. Zuckerberg 
and 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 basically Elon Musk, they too busy about to roll around in shorts in the octagon. They they busy doing that and trying to put people to Mars. Along my guy basis. So if anybody buys Disney, it's gonna be foreign money. And I ain't telling you that's a good thing. But it is what it is. 877-37-GRIND. So you can't get no information like that anywhere in this country, probably on radio, period, from any shows. Not to say I'm patting my back, because to my new affiliates, I never pat my back on anything. I might say I tell you, never. I told you so, but other than that. So moving on. Now, wait a minute. Before we move college, because I don't want to. The quarterback competition at Alabama has been a story also. Like, this whole alignment is really, well, and a good thing, it's really sucking the life out of uh college attention nobody's talking to ask the question like is clemson what is the clemson team going to look like is dayball going to break no one's because everybody's talking realignment it's the new york jets of the college football <laughs> there season. you go there you go but there is a question about who is going to win the starting position at quarterback at the university of alabama and nick saban last week was asked by this the report. Now, I've only heard about this. is going to be my first time hearing this just with y'all. I haven't heard this yet, but I know that it was asked, and I can only imagine because I already know how Nick answers these questions or how he plays this when he gets irritated by a certain question. But let's go ahead and listen to Nick Saban in regards to the Alabama quarterback competition. You're going to ask me about the quarterbacks every day. Every day I'm going to tell you the same thing. You know, everybody's getting reps at the position. Somebody's got to take the bull by the horns. Somebody's got to separate themselves. When that happens, we'll tell you. Be glad to tell you. When we're going to take the cake out of the oven, we will tell you when it's the time. All right. But until then, there's really nothing to talk about. There's nothing to say. Um, so there's not a whole lot of sense in asking about it because um, we want all the guys, when they're in there, you play the position like it's yours like it belongs to you. You're out there competing. You're not looking over your shoulder. You're not worrying about what somebody else does. You're, you're playing like you're the man. And that's what we want each guy to do and see who can do that with the most consistency. Look, first time I heard that. Translation. I might know who I'm leaning to or leaning towards, but there's still a competition and I'm not saying anything to let because I want and also about the bull by the horns. First of all, that's just saying that either one of these guys have separated themselves yet. And this is what I'm waiting to look for. Who's going to separate? Who's going to be named to start? And until then, I'm not saying anything. That's really what he's basically saying. And I also feel the can tell in his mood and his questioning or his answer. He for one, yes, he's irritated with the questions. But again, those reporters are just doing their job. He knows that. But the reality of it is he's kind of frustrated due to the fact of the way I think this is going in camp. And really, when you look at Alabama, when you look at this 2023 Alabama team, this is really what it's going to come down to, how successful they're going to be. If they're going to have an opportunity to get back in the playoffs or not, it's going to be how, what play they're going to get from the quarterback position. I didn't really like what I saw from the young man who filled in for Bryce Young. Uh, while he was hurt, I it didn't. He didn't jump off the page with me. I mean, I know he was highly recruited, but that didn't. You know, I, I've gone through a lot of Alabama baton pass offs for the quarterback position, and um, so I've I've seen this 
him go through this with this university and i always usually feel kind of like oh good i didn't i wasn't too comfortable with the young man who took over his name slips my mind but the young man who took over last year who would basically fill in for bryce young especially when he missed a couple of those games being hurt didn't impress me too much but we'll see we'll see what an off-season program uh but like again in a couple we're less than two and a half three weeks from kicking this thing off in college football be here before you know it eight seven seven three seven grind gerald glenn's checking in that cake better be ready by week two when the longhorns come to town or there's going to be trouble well gerald look man um this is the we talked about it this is the first time in six years or excuse me longer than that this is the first time i think since 2006 or somewhere around there that texas has been favored to win the big 12 at the start of season so that means they're just now turning and getting back around um, I know how a lot of Texas fans feel about the game last year in Austin in regards to, hey, if, you know, McEwers didn't get hurt, we're going to win that game. Well, that's the same thing they said about Colt McCoy, but he didn't. Hey, who cares? And I've always said that Alabama's winning that game without Colt McCoy in there. It don't matter. So the point is, Terrell, we'll see. Um, I'll tell you this thing. I mean, I, I don't imagine – I haven't checked the spread for that game, but I can't imagine Alabama being that big of a favorite in that game, even if it's home. But I will tell you, due to the fact of what took place in Austin last year, their attendance will be up. Their attendance will be up for that particular game. Okay? 877-37-GRIND. Also, to be honest you know, on this note, I'm probably more eager to see what the 2023 Buffalo, Colorado Buffaloes look like under Coach Prime than I am to see what team is coming back for Alabama this year at the quarterback position. But, you know, I'll have root and interest in both. I will admit that. What do you got? As of today, Alabama's a seven-point favorite. See, that's very low. And minus 105. That's very low. That's very low. A game at home, non-conference, Go think, and like I said, go look at the last time that Alabama's been less than a 10 point favorite at home against a non conference opponent. It'd probably be a minute. That's respect to Texas. So maybe Gerald Glenn's going to be right about that. I mean, it's time for Texas to win some of these big. I mean, damn. They didn't blown through like damn near a quarter of a billion, half a billion dollars in coaches alone, it seems, in the last three, four years. I mean, why is that even a step as to like, oh, we're going to get, you should. I mean, come on. It, you, you should be ready to do that. This is the University of Texas. 877-37-GRIND. Moving on to the pros, unless you want something to add as we move on to the pros. Well, I was just going to say on the, on, that, on the college football front, uh, it's not a poll taken seriously on this show, but the coach, coaches poll did come out today in Alabama third, Texas at 12. So it is a top 15 matchup. Uh, as we sit here again, August 7th. Yeah. Well, again, you know, coaches' polls, that's fine. I mean, I, I think I'm I, – first of all, we shouldn't really have any polls until we get out, okay, until we get and play this thing. There should be no polls talked about in the month of August unless it's an election year or unless you're at your local gentleman's club. There shouldn't be anything talked about polls. It should be let's get on the field and see how it plays out. But that's just the way we're in. And I guarantee you, when we go to these co these super conferences, you'll probably that'll probably die out as well too, in my opinion. All right, switching to the pros, and we'll start with um, 
the Dallas Cowboys because they carry a lot of news, especially in the region and the home region that we're in. Um, what was that notion down? For? Oh, um, do we have it? You said we don't have it. Oh, yeah. So basically what we will do is we'll start with the Dallas Cowboys. And there again, I'm going to stay consistent when I'm reported on them and what we're talking about. But there's been a couple things that have come across the radar over the weekend and in today some quotes. First of all, Dak Prescott has said that it is unbelievable, extraordinary, using these adjective changes that he's seen. A world of a difference. A world of a difference in the offense that he has seen so far. Now, mind you, not one preseason game played yet, not one regular season game played yet. And I will tell you, most teams have not even logged four or five padded practices yet. But, hey, Dak has been there. He was there in the Kellen Moore. This new way of thing that Mike McCarthy's doing, take his word for it. Okay. Moving on, sticking with the Cowboys. All right. Micah Parsons. Well, first of all, before I get to Micah's comments, let's go to Gilmore's comments. Newly acquired Stephon Gilmore, cornerback, formerly played with the Colts, Patriots. Um, he says that Diggs could be one of the best corners in the league, he believes. That came across my radar. And last but not least, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons says Lawrence Taylor, he, he's getting kind of a little agitated with the Lawrence Taylor compared when it's brought up and this and that. And he says that Lawrence Taylor couldn't guard Saquon Barkley. But I can't. So I've given you three examples and three quotes over the weekend that stays consistent to what I've been talking about, about the Cowboys coming into the 2023 season. I don't like the offseason they had because everywhere you turn from the head coach, well, let me, let me back up, excuse me, from the owner to the head coach, to the starting quarter, cornerback, to the best player, and maybe definitely the best defensive player, but maybe the best player on the team in Michael Parsons. I've given you every time, every way you look and every time you turn, they are trying to talk. It seems like to me, in my opinion, they are trying to convince and talk themselves into being this thing. I haven't heard them talk like this. It's been a long time. I haven't heard any team really talk about themselves this damn much in a long time. I'll break down more of it when we get back. Also, Sean Payton has made a decision that has basically gotten some attention in regards to the Denver Broncos, and we'll talk about that when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. 
Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.